Greetings, superstars. Welcome back to Word Up with Danny Katz, your one-stop 5D superhero listening spot. I'm Danny Katz, transformation agent, empowered badassery coach, and quantum languaging consultant. And I'm so happy you're here. Here at Word Up, we are devoted to supporting you in becoming your most authentic, empowered, liberated version of yourself. We do this by sharing quantum languaging upgrades, conscious communication tools, witchy life hacks, planetary service announcements, and high-vibing, deep-diving conversations with original thinkers, visionary weirdos, and rebel badasses. Our every show aims to expand your consciousness, raise your frequency, sharpen your critical thinking skills, and make you giggle. <laughs> Be sure to hit that subscribe button and to join us on Locals at dannycats.locals.com where you can watch the video versions of all our episodes including those that are a little bit too spicy for the non-free speech friendly platforms. And it's also where paid subscribers can tune into the second half of all my interviews and enjoy a plethora of other bonuses, including live monthly Q&As, unpublished writings and videos, and behind the scenes intel. Join our quickly growing tribe of high vibe superstars at dannycats.locals.com. Okay, now that we've got all our housekeeping out of the way, let's enjoy today's episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Hey, superstars. So I've been thinking a lot about that's not true. I have not been thinking a lot about the Roe versus Wade thing. And I have thought about it because it's up in the collective and it's really loud and people have a lot of opinions and are projecting them all over the place. I got an email today from a life coach who's like, how are you doing? I know people are so challenged with this Roe thing. And I'm like, why would you project that onto me? Like, I'm not I'm not giving my emotional center away to the theatrics of a political psyop. I don't work like that. As well, I don't expect daddy government to give me permission to do what I'm going to do. And I don't expect the Western medical paradigm to clean up my messes for me. So those are, those are just some caveats. But, you know, I've been looking at it from different angles. And I think, you know, I think it sucks. I want to be clear. I think it sucks from one aspect of me, right? I'm, I'm completely pro-choice and not pro-choice in terms of like the, uh, that trope per se, you know, but in terms of like, I'm for all freedom, right? And really no one has a right to tell anyone what to do with their body, right? So that's that piece of it. <clears throat> and I think that those, like, it's just such a weaponized, loaded conversation, right? And it's, it's loaded with toxins on purpose. It's been completely weaponized. So that's another part of my reticence to really get into it. But one thing that I am noticing is that there's a certain side, right? Like people who are claiming to be anti-choice who are like over the top excited, right? Now, granted, that's a reaction to the pro-choice people who are out there 
like throwing parties for how awesome it is to have an abortion, which I also think is pretty, um, I don't want to put a judgment on it, but I think it takes what's a very personal, very personal multi-layered decision. And it makes it like this cavalier, um, like kind of reckless fuck you, which I would hope none of our medical decisions, especially one with so many implications would be. And I'm not sure if that really lined up syntax wise, I'm sure you can make the adjustments in your head, but, but I am noticing this like anti-choice side being like, I'm thinking of that. I think it's Kendrick Lamar, that song where it's like, bitch, be humble, you know, like bitch, be humble. Okay. Your side, if we're, if you're caught up in that polarity construct, maybe your side won, but let's not kid ourselves. The Supreme Court does not care about women or fetal lives. This is a completely strategic political move that is time to create more division, um, more tension among the populace, right? Um, and also to take away my body, my choice from the constitution, which I'm gonna bookmark and come back to because I think this is an important point. But in terms of bitch be humble, you know what, like have some humility, have some dignity. There's no need to go dehumanizing people who are upset about this decision. We really don't need to dehumanize anyone. And I don't think it is anyone's place to say what someone else should do with their body. That's fine if that's your choice and that's how you're gonna choose to honor yourself should you find yourself in that position. But beyond that, you're out of your lane, right? Total wrong use of will. But for the part of the population that has been really annoyed and I include myself in this over mandates regarding, you know, what would be put into our bodies or how we're supposed to, you know, cover our bodies, et cetera, et cetera. Now we've lost the my body, my choice constitutional protection. So if you think that that's not going to be used against you and to come back to haunt you in these other conversations, I'd like to be wrong. But again, this is strategic. So, um, be mindful of what it is that you're actually celebrating, because this is also the first instance where the Supreme Court has rolled back a constitutional amendment. So now that precedent has been set, which can be applied to other constitutional amendments. And I think you know what I'm talking about. And I think we can see that for the American populace as a whole, not two, um, you know, falsely divided sides, that's not in our best interests. Now, I can also see the point in terms of you know, what Planned Parenthood really is, what's happening with these fetuses, how um, this practice is being pushed in certain communities among certain segments of the population. Uh, like there's validity to that. And I also think that we really need to reflect on our relationship to abortion. And if we are using it as last minute birth control, if we are being reckless about it, is this a thoughtful decision wherein we're weighing all the, all the consequences? Is there prayer and honoring and ritual around the life that we are choosing to terminate? Let's not pretend that we're not. You know, is there awareness there? Is there respect there? And how reckless are we being with our bodies? Are we allowing people into our bodies with whom we would never in a hundred bajillion years consider procreating with? And is that in our wisest 
choice? Is that honoring of our sacred vessels? These are all larger conversations that I think we would be wise to have because I do think the way that we are approaching abortion in this country and the way that abortion is being foisted upon us is out of integrity, you know? And again, it's a very personal decision that I don't think it's on anyone to legislate, which brings me back to the aha that I had last night about the constitution. And I was thinking about it and multi mulling it over from all angles and like, okay, well, we just lost the constitutional amendment to, and it's, let's also be clear, all the constitution does is tell us what we're, it's, it's like, doesn't give us the right to do things. It says that we can't have certain rights taken away. Like it's not, you know, like anyone can, can choose to abort, you know, anyone can take herbs and do it the way that they want. But what this does is it takes it out of the federal um, decision-making body, right? And it gives it to the states, which I still think is overkill. But what I came to last night is like, good, I'm kind of glad that's out of the constitution because I don't really want any sort of decisions over what I can or can't do with my body in my constitution. It's no one's business. It's not the government's business at the federal level and it's not the government's business on a state level. So there's a part of me that's like, I'm kind of glad that they pulled it out. I don't think that the constitution should be delineating which medical procedures can be mandated, are allowed, are not allowed. I don't think that's any of their business, nor do I think it's the state's business, but you know, that's a separate conversation. But there was this other part of me from a more integrous, like centered place that I'm like, yeah, why would that be in the constitution in the first place? That that's kind of weird, right? And I also think it's weird, and I have spoken about this before, but how so many of these people who are literally in hysterics around this conversation, like freaking out, like I'm so, you know, are, are personally on a personal level, uncentered and imbalanced, because of this abortion thing, but could not be bothered to raise an eyebrow about censorship and the fact that we don't have a First Amendment right in this country anymore, and that we really don't have freedom of speech. And I'm looking at like, where are our priorities as a nation that like, you know, they bring out the National Guard and again, all by design because they knew people would be so upset about this one and nothing will piss, you know, according to the narrative, nothing pisses the left off more or women off more than this one, um, which is true. We're seeing this, right? And like, what a great way to divide the Republican party as well. Like, bravo to the social engineers, excellent. You get an A plus in fuckery. But like, where are our priorities as a nation that we value and think the conversation over abortion is more pressing than censorship? And again, none of this is to say it's ever okay to force a woman to carry a child to term that she doesn't want to. I would never say that because no one can make that decision for anyone else and no one knows what it's like unless we ourselves are in that position, in which case we only have will and authority to decide for ourselves. But it's weird to me that that is prioritized way more than freedom of speech in this country. And I think it's another, I'm just offering another reflection, like we might wanna look at ourselves here because this seems pretty fucked up. We do not have the fundamental right to free speech in this country, but no one cares as much as 
the baby killing conversation when there are actually herbs that grow naturally that native and tribal peoples have been using since the beginning of time. Ever since women have had been having sex, women have been using God's herbs to terminate pregnancies that they didn't want to have. So it's also weird to me that everyone puts all their eggs in the basket called daddy government. And unless daddy government gives us his thumbs up and gives us his way to do it, then there's no other way. Get out of the box. Like it's time for us to get out of the box. And for anyone who is in this conversation, left, right, pro, anti, what have you, I'm inviting you to not give your emotional center away to what is a theatrical psyop, right? It is so designed to take our negative emotions. And is it possible to have every feeling you're having and to not spew them willy-nilly, to not dehumanize and hate and blame other people in the process? Can you just work with your feelings that you are having yourself with all of your grown up tools and not go around spewing them on the planet and making it a more divided, less unified, harmonious place. Just some food for thought. Thanks for paying attention. Thanks for remembering that every word matters, that you are omniscopic amazingness. Have a rocking day. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And as you are inspired to learn more about my quantum languaging work, about my books, my homeschool courses, my transformational and empowered badassery coaching, check out my website, dannykatz.com. As well, track all of my latest content on my locals page, dannycats.locals.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon, tribe.